What's going on, everybody? It's the What to Do podcast. I got a cool guest here. He's a bundle of energy. At least that's what I know him. He's an energy ball, dude. He's a he's a good time, and uh, yeah. So Quentin, what's going on? What's the mic on? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> you just put them right down by your side, buddy. Is that what he says in the movie? Just put him down. Just put him down. Like, and then he brings him right back up. Um, yeah, it's been a great time out here. It's been a great time how out are here. You doing, I love how it just kind of shows up again. You see him coming up and you see that hand <laughs> fucking down. You think people know what we're talking about right away? They have to. And if you don't, you're dumb. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, how you been, man? Dude, it's been the last couple of years. It's been crazy but where i'm at right now i'm still good awesome good. yeah it's um you know we were just talking a little bit before the pod just about um where our lives are kind of at right now and um for me i went through a weird little stint of i didn't feel like i was like the best cody um i wasn't you know working at full I don't even capacity, capacity, you know, kind of felt like I was um, just kind of going through the motions and um, I was just kind of telling him about this podcast and how much it's given me life and not in the aspect of giving me life, it's making me think about other things that I need to change in my life and other things that I want to pursue in life, things that I want. And it's giving me like kind of like that hunger mm -hmm. um, that I haven't had in a while. And, um, I've always known Quentin as this guy that like we go to the river, we go to the park, we go golfing. Like he's always a great time and he's always this like he you bring the energy. So it's like you're one of the it's kind of like you're one of the easiest people to be around. Um <laughs> but it's easy because you bring the the energy and there's no one there's never like a dull moment. I think it's always fun to be around you and we always have a good time and we always joke around and laugh. Um, I try and keep the energy up, you know, it's like there's moments where I'll meet new people and it gets silent for a second. In my head, I'm we just gotta like, pick it up. I gotta say something. <laughs> I gotta bring it up. Let's just start talking. How you doing? Like yeah, all yeah. this stuff. And, so. and also too, I, I'm kind of this, I'm not the same person with energy, but I'm a jester. Like mm -hmm. I love to joke around and love to laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you have that jester mentality too, but you bring the energy with the jester. Yeah. So it's like you running into the water like a dog, dude. Just <laughs> I get hyped up, you know. You're like, go fetch. And you river. just run, dude. And Ivan's yelling at me to go deep. I'm gone. You say jump and I say how high. High knees into the water, dude. But that's, those are fun times though. Yeah, and um, you know, in your point in your life right now, you kind of expressed it was a little different. You know, mm -hmm. you want to, yeah. Know. So like, I mean, since we're getting on the topic, it's just I've lived my life as like a bundle of energies from a kid all the way up. I'm you know joking around. I grew up being the class clown, right? All these things uh, that seem to be positive, and in my mind, it's always wanting to make someone else laugh, right? I always think of it as like Robin Williams, right? Yeah. He was a guy who wanted to make some people laugh and he was going through his own things, right? Which at the end was not a good way to go out. But in my mind, it was like, uh, you know, always trying to be positive, always trying to be funny, trying to push myself to, you know, entertain other people so that they could have a laugh because like having that laugh, enjoying life is really what brings us up. And so these last couple of years, I mean, I've been 
I've been feeling different. One, because, you know, I'm a father now. Uh, I got into a medical program that is just very intense and stress and constantly studying and feeling like I don't have time for, you know, what I normally was doing was hanging out with peeps and having a good time and, you know, that type of thing. Uh, but all that has caused me to go into a place that was like not where I've been before, like feeling, I don't know if I would call it depressed, right? I, I don't think I was super, super low, but I was low enough to feel like this isn't me, right? This isn't who I am. This isn't who I want to be. And so like just getting into all of that, it's just, there's, there's other things in the road that caused me to just, to veer off that path, right? That, that God has for us, that he wants us to go down. I was off of that path and it just caused me to be negative towards myself, to like look down at myself and it just a, a downward spiral of, of just the Yeah. Emotions. And I mean, to cut in a little bit, I feel like with, with you, um, if I was around you, I wouldn't be able to tell mm -hmm. because I say it's like that jester mentality. It's that jester. I want to have fun. Mm -hmm. Let's have fun um, while we're here. Um, but I think when that's why I always called it when I go home after being funny and having a good time, mm -hmm. you're by yourself. Yeah. And you're, no one's laughing anymore. Yeah. And then you're in your head. Mm -hmm. um, that was for me a big like why I kept falling in depression. I didn't fix mm -hmm. it. I kept going deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. And so like with you, it's like I said, you bring that energy. Sometimes it's not like you want someone to bring that energy for you, but you're kind of like, mm -hmm. well, I'm making other people's lives fun. Like, yeah, I'm sitting here going, this isn't fun. Yeah. Like, um, I I'm, felt, I felt definitely that aloneness, right? Like I'm, it's like I say, throughout my whole life, I felt like I didn't, I didn't know how to be by myself. And so I was always like going out there and a people person, right? Outgoing or whatever. What's, what's the word? Extrovert, right? Yeah. I was an extrovert because I felt like I needed to be around people as well. Because when I was alone at certain times, I was feeling down. And that's where I felt it the most in the last couple of years of just being like alone without teaching and i'm and i'm on the up now yeah, I'm yeah. At, but the last couple of years like trying to really figure out like i you know being by myself and like catering to myself right where i was catering to other people to make them laugh and feel good um i wasn't focusing that on myself to you know, better myself and it just it's just something that i think we need to do more often is open ourselves up to people right like I, I never had a person and I bet there's people out there who would be like, Hey, I'm here for willing. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't think that at all. I bet there's people who, if I were to go to them, they'd be like, Hey, let's sit down. Let's talk. Let's what's going on. You know, that type of thing. I'm in your corner. I'm here for you type thing. But in my mind and like my heart, I guess it was like, I don't want to bother people with that. Exactly. I don't want exactly. to bring up, you know, down times because I'm always trying to bring up the laughing high moments. And so I just definitely, it was all on myself. I just kept it to myself. Everything I was going to kept it to myself. I pushed it aside. I tried to push forward. Things would come back and cause them to just get back down in that, you know, lower state. Um, and so it's just something we, I've learned, started going to therapy because of it all. 
um, just like, well, I've always thought of going to therapy, but never have done it, right? Yeah. And so it got to a point where it's like, you just need to go and just do it. And started doing it and it's been, it's been chaining. Like, yeah. it's absolutely crazy what just talking to someone fully, like everything that I've never said before to anyone. I'm talking to my therapist and fucking, it's just opening me up in a way that I was like, I don't think I'd ever be there because of how low I'm feeling or what I'm going through right now. And so, yeah, get a therapist. I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely encourage people to, um, seek help for sure. You know, if you're feeling like you're not yourself, um, also too with your dreams, like, achieve them man like go out and get it mm-hmm. go out and get the things that you want in life um it's hard because when you're in the when you're in that moment or when you're in the down it, it just kind of seems like well maybe maybe next month will be better you know like maybe maybe i can get better and i'm the, i'm the type of person i push away too i don't push away from people but i push away like okay i'll push that deep down and i'll just keep pushing forward yeah but then you just find out the more and more you push down push down it starts to come back up right back up. builds up because it has nowhere else to go mm-hmm. and um and i'm i'm also a big component of um i'm a religious man so mm-hmm. um i think god is something that you know it's not for everyone i get it you know some people don't but Prayer is also a form of uh, therapy for me too, um, and praying and and talking to to my God. I think it's it's therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, another form is um, group therapy. Yeah. I think group therapy really opened the way that I think about things because I would sit there, um, and you know, before I'd go into this group thing, I was. Like, man, my, my problems are this, my problems are that, man. Mm-hmm. And you go in there and you, the stories you'd hear from other people, you go, yeah. like, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. And um, yeah. it makes you realize, and it, I think it puts things in perspective that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, You just have to think, keep thinking it's going to be okay. If you keep saying you're a terrible person every day in the morning in the mirror, that's what I really do think that you will start to become a terrible person. Yeah. um, Because you're constantly saying that. Mm -hmm. But if you constantly tell yourself every day that I'm going to, I'm going to get up and I'm going to be the best Quentin I can be, I'm going to be the best Cody I can be, Mm -hmm. becomes, becomes easier it's a habit of like pushing yourself toward what you want to be too yeah. yeah you just keep saying you're just holding yourself down and there's definitely action like you have to you have to do it you have to you do, it. do it too <laughs> yeah. right and that that brings you back to like god and everything right i've been a christian my whole life um and i definitely know period of the time like being a teenager veering off like like just I've always had God with me, right? That relationship with God. But to like go to church on the weekly, to be doing like Bible study stuff, I was in and out of church, but always had God with me. Where through the season that I was going through, um, I, I put him closer, I kept him closer to me than I've ever had before. And doing that alone, it's just opened up so many things for me. And 
it's just it's it's been beautiful like just to i'm reading my bible daily right now i'm doing a year-long read of the bible that never read the bible fully right yeah and christian who hasn't read the bible fully but you know you go through passages here and there but i'm reading from the beginning to the end full bible year-long read and it's just crazy first of all the old testament is crazy yeah the old testament like, is wild if it's someone who's not a <coughs> christian or whatnot if they're they just read the old testament it's like what is going on here like, if you love history crazy. like i feel like if you love history and crazy stories because mm -hmm. growing up i mean always just sitting there listening to like the cookie cutter versions uh -huh. of the bible yeah, yeah yeah um you go back and read some of the stuff that was happening in judges and kings oh, and you're yeah. like like a bunch of killing yeah fighting and crazy. trying to take over talks of rape and all this stuff. yeah but other than that right then yeah. that's i've been watching this guy that's called the uh, bible study on if you have the bible app on your phone the new version or whatever and they talk about each book what's the book is talking about um what the message is supposed to be the writer and who wrote it yeah and it's just it's opened my eyes to this scene a lot more but um and like just gaining that knowledge of the bible but just bringing god closer to my heart during these times and the way that i'm praying like just it's different when like just talking because if i'm sitting on a podcast talking to god yeah right like i think that's how and you know there is a there is a time for sure i can't be like you know, I always tell people, don't talk to God like, yeah, what up? You know, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking, you know, you definitely have to like, that is your father, that is your God, you know, yeah. have that respect. Yeah. But when I had a big commute, half of the time was talking in the car to God and mm -hmm. um, not more like a structured prayer, more just trying to and everything talk and get it out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, I think, I think God and Jesus can really um, make you look at things very differently mm -hmm. and save the way that you're, you're, you're just, I think just in your life, there's so many moments where I've seen God work in yeah. my life and I didn't acknowledge it until later on in my life. It's mm -hmm. like, I always thought, oh, that was me or those those people. It's like, no, it was just the power of God and the power of prayer and yeah. the power of the people that have God in their life. Um, I've had so many good friends in my life because um, God has put those people in my life. Yeah. And he's guided me that way. Yeah. It's not like he planted this person in my life. It's just he's always guided me in the right way. And, you know, these are the people you need to stay away from. These are the people that hold dear to you. Yeah. Um, it brings me back to, to what you were saying about like, you know, you have to do it, right? Like if you look in the mirror and tell yourself that, you know, you're great, you're amazing, like, come on, like pick it up today, right? Like trying to get on that positive side of it. You also have to do it. And that's what like all, all this with God is, right? Like there's people who, you know, don't want to believe it, or there's Christians who believe it, but aren't seeing like worse. Why are these things happening to you? Yada, yada, right? It's, uh, it's that half, you know, having that faith in God to change you, but you also have to change yourself. Yeah. And if you're wanting to get better and wanting to push yourself to, to the person you want to be in life, right? You have to put in the work. 
And so that's where I've been, been last, you know, um, this last year of just trying to build myself up. And I still have those ups and downs here, just definitely with all the stress of school, having, you know, my daughter, wife, family, everything like life, life just has a bunch on it. And so it's, I've now realized, you know, it's okay to go to those lows because I have God with me and myself to, to push myself and therapy and all these things to help build me up instead of staying low. Like, yeah, I think for me, the problem that I've always had too, is I relied on other people to get me back up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that was important that you said that is that you have yourself mm -hmm. and you have God to pick yourself up back up. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people want that help from other people. They want yeah. to pick themselves back up, mm -hmm. but they need help from other people. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think that's the thing that I've just always struggled with. It's just, I, I've always wanted someone else to say, I can help you. But the more and more in life I realize is that, man, everybody's got their stuff and their, yeah. their problems. You know, human, we're all doing our own thing in life. Like, and yeah, you gotta, God should be that person that you're like leaning on. To and it's okay to, to it's okay to lean on other people um mm -hmm. i think that's important but man um it can't be your sole thing every yeah, single time like, oh that. man like i'm getting down because none of my friends are here well you should be be able to pick yourself back up yeah um but that's just learning in time man life yeah. is crazy but one other thing that um you know sitting here um thinking about what i wanted to talk to you about is uh, being a father, mm -hmm. you know, how, how has that journey been for, you know, cause I know a lot of people that are young fathers mm -hmm. and, um, it sounds like every story is different man. It and is. it's, it's summer fun and sometimes are the, the greatest times of your life. And some yeah. of them are like, I can't wait to give this kid to move out, you know, and they're like, wait and, they're, they're 18. and they're one years old, you know? <laughs> No, it's definitely like my whole, like my whole family, we're a big family. There's six of us kids to my mom. Uh, everyone has kids. I have, I've been an uncle since I was five. Okay. And I have 12 nieces and nephews. And so like already before that was, that's all before Alden was born. And so like I had all these kids I was around. I grew up with kids, all that. So like to know that I was becoming a father, it didn't feel like how I think some people feel like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And yeah. I got all these things and like, I, I don't feel like I was worrying at all at the beginning for sure. Like when Taylor told me that she was pregnant, that was crazy alone. Like I was working from her house, working from home and she just comes, she comes in from the bathroom. Like she's running around her apartment cleaning up. She comes over and she sits on my lap and she's crying. And I'm like, what's going on? What did I do? <laughs> I didn't do what it. Did I do? <laughs> and then I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> like all these things are going through. And she's like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, why are you crying? Like, yeah. so like from the beginning, I felt like, I don't know. I just felt ready, I guess. And that's just been my family. It's like all younger parents. And like, it seems like everyone just got right into being a parent and whatnot. So I was so excited. And uh, the whole journey of Taylor being pregnant, 
Or just pregnant. Oh, don't do that. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't wait till she's pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, it, it was awesome. It was just a beautiful experience. And throughout the whole pregnancy, we didn't find out whether Alden was a boy or girl. That's good. So we I like waited that. until the end. Uh, we had Alden's name picked out. Like, I already had that name. It's a family name. Uh, like my great 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 grandfather's name was Alden, and then passed down to theirs like middle name. So it's a family name, but it seemed more like gender neutral. T- Taylor knew a, a girl who was Alden, um, and so it was gender neutral. All that right? We were waiting to find out. So the whole the whole time it was just exciting, right? Because uh, is this a boy or a girl? Is this a boy or a girl? And then when the day came, Taylor going through layer, which she's crazy. First of all. Props to her because third, she was in labor for 36 hours. Oh, shoot. And it was just wild. Like the night that I went to, we went to sleep on the, her due date was May 4th. We went to sleep May 3rd. We were at the hospital, did some stuff, came back. She was already having contractions, but didn't know. And so I'm sleeping. I wake up. She's been up all night because the contractions, I've been waking her up every like, 30 or so minutes. And so she's just been up all night. That whole day, she's going, through stuff. Uh, we go to the hospital at 4.30. Uh, she's still going through labor. She's trying to do this all math for the two. It's like she didn't want an epidural. She didn't want not me. But we got to a point, it was 1 a.m. Uh, morning of May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Although the Cinco de Mayo, baby. She uh, got to the epidural, gave birth, boom. Alden's born at 6.55 a.m. And uh, I got to deliver her. That was amazing. I, I was standing there. We had the nurse practitioners, all the nurses doing amazing work. And then as soon as Alden's head was coming out, I'm like, there's baby And the nurse practitioner got me in there and I pulled Alden out and put her on her chest and right then and there looked and saw that it was a baby girl. And oh my gosh, it was the most magical experience, Cody. Like, like I was high on life. Like that's what it yeah. was. When people say you get high on life, like those moments, like, it was like nothing else mattered. There's literally no other thought but seeing Taylor and Alden right there. Like that's my family now. That thing and soon we have a daughter and all this. Um, the whole routine of like getting all together. It was just so, it was so amazing. Like I don't even know how to put it into words other than that. And like think of your best moment in life. It was like 10 times great. Yeah. And, like whatever I had before that was so amazing. Like this tops it off. And so that was just an amazing moment. And then, um, and that's not, oh. <laughs> <The> <laughs> demon came out. <laughs> she was what? No, we left the baby there and the demon came. <laughs> it was, it, you know, you just have to learn and roll with the punches. And that's what we were doing. And, um, my experience just feels so great because Taylor was on top of it all. You know, she was uh, a woman who she went to school for, um, child family development so in my mind whether she thinks it or not but in my mind it's like you know stuff yeah like, you know how the development of children from being grown all that toddler age all this so from the beginning it just seemed like i feel like we're prepared i feel like we're good taylor was on top of everything uh during those first 12 weeks i had no work and so just meaning taylor all's in taken care of but man i was the most tired i've ever been in my life and like yeah, I've never felt that like sleep deprived before where either I would get up in the middle of the night to be with Alden, Taylor 
was breastfeeding. So Taylor was constantly up and like, I would get up to get Alden to give to her to breastfeed while she's sleeping, wear it down. And then I'd take Alden, put her back and get back to sleep to then wake up in another two hours to do it again. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like, although I was prepared, I, I wasn't prepared for what actually was going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there was no schooling to really be like, Hey, this is really what happens. The babies need to eat every two hours. You're going to be sleeping, but then you're going to have to wake up. You're going to feel tired. You might be getting angry at certain moments. And there was times where I remember into those 12 weeks, sorry, mm -hmm. into those 12 weeks that, um, trying to put Alden down to sleep, she just wouldn't go down. And it's like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Right. And so like getting that feeling of like, oh, I'm doing this all wrong. I'm horrible. <laughs> like, like that hits in waves. Yeah. Too. And it, it just never feeling like that before either. Right. Like never feeling those emotions and waves of like, I'm usually, if I need to get something done, I could do it and I'll get it done and it'll be good. But this is another person now that yeah. I'm doing with. And so to just realize like, Oh my goodness, this is a lot of work. And, uh, there's split moments where it just feels like that, where it's like, this is a lot of work. I, I don't know how I'm going to do this, all that. And then Taylor comes in and reassures me. Oh, vice versa. Taylor's feeling a certain way. I come in and reassure her. And so it's definitely like for us to be a team, right? Like when you have a child and all that, to have that team, it's like, dude, it's so necessary. And that's all I was going to say. Cause sometimes when you see people struggling, and they're just one person where mm -hmm. you're like, I, I think sometimes it gets downplayed on yeah. how crazy single mother. Uh, well, cause also the communication's not there either. So yeah. it's like, oh, he goes, he goes down or she goes down at like nine, mm -hmm. you know, because of this and that. And then the dad's like putting her down at like, you know, 11 or 12, you know, like, yeah. it, so it's like, I feel like the communication, the teamwork. It needs, it needs to be there for sure. And mm -hmm. we got into a rhythm, right? So it luckily too, we got like the lottering babies where our baby goes sleep. Like she, at times it was hard to, but the majority of it, like you put her down, she's sleeping. You put mm -hmm. her down, she's sleeping. And even now where we're at as a, she's a year and a half now and still we put her down for bedtime, seven, seven, seven thirty comes around, right? We get all ready for bed. She goes down, she's sleeping. And so there's things like that, that like some people will be like, my baby does not sleep. And then other than like, my baby sleeps for like 12 hours. Like this is easy, easy, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And it's just the whole journey that like the, that stage of life of being an infant for say the first three months, um, was totally different from the next six months after that. Yeah. And, and during those six months of her actually being active and like, uh, doing her own things of like learning and rolling and like all these little things that you don't really think of, but it's necessary for like the development of your baby. Like you have to sacrifice my, like I was sacrificing my time, right? Where it was, oh, I go do what I want. Oh, I want to go relax. Let me go golf. Let me go, um, you know, smoke a cigar out back and just hang out, that type of stuff. Like I felt like that was all put on hold in a way for, for a while. There's time where it could come in, whatever, like yeah. a little bit, but it definitely wasn't as much as it used to be. 
So like that, that mindset had to kick in too of like, Hey, you're here for your daughter. Yeah. Like put your stuff aside to focus on your daughter and the development of her. And, um, it's only a period of time to keep, we keep telling ourselves that I mean, Taylor, like it was a struggle for her, the amount of work Taylor was doing. Uh, and the stuff that I'm doing, us together, what we're doing, like we come together just to reassure each other, like, hey, this is just a period, like this yeah. isn't forever, right? And so in my mind, um, best child stage is like at five, right? They're starting school, they're getting into sports, they start doing more activities or like stuff that they want to do, you know? And yeah. so like that is still a ways away for us. And that's why at certain times you're just like, I don't know, I'm tired. Like yeah. you're saying, like, I can't wait till someone, kid's 18 and I'm yeah, here. Out, and they're like, yeah, your kid's two years old, dude. Mm -hmm. And so I'm at the period where it's just a blessing every single yeah. day now. Like it's, it's so amazing to just see her grow and her personality, right? Like we all have our own personality and to see hers and how funny she is. And like, she laughs all the, like she makes herself laugh. Like, yeah. And so it's laughing. And then she like, she does this fake laugh that turns into a real laugh. And, um, she, she loves food. You put down the plate of anything. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just gone. And so it's, it's just been so amazing. Yeah. You know, it's still surreal. And I think in life, that's just what it is. It's the ups and downs. Like I have those ups of looking at her and literally last night, putting her down to sleep. Taylor was working late. I was with her hanging out for the night and then going to put her down. She kisses me on the lips and then she, she like kissed me on the lips and then she like came back and looked at me and then came back in and kissed me again. And it was like, in my mind, it was like, were you just like studying me for a second? Like, yeah. I love you. And like, hey man, and yeah. And so like that stuff is just, it's, it's beautiful. It feels, it's, it's worth every struggle that yeah. you would go through, every sleepless night, every um, angry emotion in your head that I can't get something done right or I'm not raising her right for a split moment, right? To, to then see all this and it's like, that's right too. Yeah. And when people say you don't know until you have your own kid, like that's so real. Like you hear people, oh, you won't know how that feels until you have your own kid or you won't worry until you have your own kid. All this stuff, right? Like it's, it's crazy, but it's real. Yeah. Like, and like, even probably you sitting here right now, you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like in your head a little <laughs> bit, even if it's yeah, not yeah, to yeah. that extent, but it's like, okay, yeah. And then when you ever have your own kid, it's like, oh my God, they were all telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's just wild. Well, it's cool, man. Uh, you know, I think it's, um, it's something I definitely really want in my life for sure. You know, in the future, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that I definitely want to work towards. Um, but yeah, I've, I've thought about it over and over again. Like I've always growing up, I'm always like, I want a son, mm -hmm. right? Like first son. Yeah. I think I would want a daughter right off the bat because yeah. I liked how my sister and my older sister like took care of me. Yeah. The daughter, daughter, son. Yeah. Right. Why? I don't know. I don't know how many I want. It would be. I mean, yeah, not to that extent, but saying the daughter, the head. And yeah. what's weird about that in our family, every single six kids all had a daughter first mm. and every person who has a second kid, at least son. 
And so I'm on that, I'm on that run daughter son. Yeah. And that's how I would have wanted it too. And, um, but I couldn't see myself with the son right now. Yeah. Like it's weird that, that part of the year too. Like <laughs> I have my daughter, like this is my daughter's like, if you were like, I couldn't even imagine myself with the son right now. Like, yeah. It's so weird that well, I feel like, I feel like, um, daughter is probably something for a father at least what i've analyzed is father with a daughter is enjoyable very enjoyable in the beginning mm -hmm. and such a because you're the only man in her life yeah and when other men start to come in the picture that's when it starts to be like i have to let her go yeah um that's when they say it's like you you lose you almost lose love like you it's not like you lost the love of, but she doesn't, she doesn't love her father. Like when you, like you said, like You're she looked at you and she kissed you and again. Yeah. And then yeah, like those moments that are happen so fast. Yeah. All of a sudden you're going to be walking her down the aisle yeah. to some other dude that you're like, okay. you better, you better. <laughs> but a dude you're like, dude, just, Hey, clean up your room. And, but yeah. when you're, when you're older, I feel like a son and a father, that's when the relationship is, it's like a bond, it's like friendship to yes. get to that friendship point. And I mean, as I haven't really thought of it too, or I, at least I think I try not to. Think I think about it's not. Future. I think it's good that you don't. Um, and I really haven't thought about it, but it has come up a couple of times or like I'm talking to my older brother um, and he has his daughter, right? Who's 11 now or so. Um, like we were just talking, it's like, you know, you have to raise your daughter become like a strong woman right like that's that's what it is like you have to raise her to be you know that strong independent woman right that that uh, she will be able to be mature enough to make her own decisions on the the boys the starting off with boys that she was talking to or bringing into her life and then to analyze everything and make a correct choice when it comes to bringing that other man in her life. I think that's why like a father in the household is so, uh, so important yeah. for women, oh, yes. especially also to for Taylor too. Mm -hmm. Like it's so important that you're there. Yes. You might not be doing these crazy leaps and bounds, but you're there. Yeah. Um, and you can see in America, like when you don't have the father in the household, mm -hmm. the boys become they stay boys. They just they know stay how to boys. shave. And then the women, they can't decide what kind of man they want. They're, they're not sure what a man should be. Maybe. And the mom's going to tell you, hey, don't choose what I did because your father's gone. Yeah. But they end up picking their father again. Yeah. That's it. That's why it's interesting. Most women pick their father. Mm -hmm. So when they... And it's it's a cycle. Yeah. But sometimes every now and then that breaks when the father leaves the home. Yeah. And I'm not saying a woman is very important to the home too. Mm -hmm. Um, but as for a daughter, it's that's why the man just always being there for them and knowing that you're playing with them, you're experiencing everything in their life. Yeah. I my dad being in my life my my whole life, mm -hmm. it, it just it it makes it I always had them in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. So when I made decisions, mm -hmm. when I would, okay, yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing that. My dad taught me this. Yeah. What would dad do? Yeah. My dad wouldn't make this choice or, hey, maybe 
but if it's a good choice, right, leaning towards it's like, I know my dad would be fine or want me to do this. Yeah, and even too, like later in my life, there was like someone that was very important to me. His name is Adam Wilson. Um, he was kind of like my uh, guide growing up like mm -hmm. in church. He was like a maybe a guy in his 20s or 30s at that time. Yeah, just a little older than where you Yeah, and yeah. he was, he kind of like guided me in the right direction of life. Mm -hmm. Um, sort my of like dad, an older brother. Yeah, kind of. Um, but it's funny with my dad, mm -hmm. you know, looking back now, man, I'm at, at that time, I'm like, my dad, man, he was on me. And I remember Adam, he's always be like, well, you know, this is what he's trying to tell me. Adam's making some sense. Yeah. But my dad saying the same thing as Adam is, but my dad's not his, my dad's, dad's not my friend. Dad. He's my dad. dad he's not my dad. friend. Yeah. Um, but now we are this, like, he's my friend. He's yeah. my. There was something, forget who was talking about just fatherhood or um, parenting, just parenting in general, where it's the first couple years of life for Alden is us molding her and, you know, letting her grow and teaching her some things, how to talk, how to walk, how to eat, how, you know, don't hit, be gentle, no pinch, like all this stuff that children, you know, don't know how to express their feelings sometimes. And then they do all that. So it's like training them in that aspect. And then once they get to like middle school and stuff, it's guiding them in a way that, um, I'm totally the trainers by the way. But the main point of that is the first whole part of their lives from one to 18 is just guiding them, training them, teaching them, right? Everything to be a, a responsible, mature adult, um, you know, that gives to society, right? And not just, uh, you're not just bumming it. Yeah. And like not doing anything with your life. It's doing all those things and being strict on them. And like as kids, when we were kids, we look at this, like, why are they yelling at me? Why are they doing all this? To where we're at now, being that adult with that 18, 19, like once I was 21, right? Like me and my dad were like, we're buddies. Like I want to hang out with my dad. Yeah. Right. And so that's what parenting is, is that the first whole portion is guiding them and being strict on them to then later in life being friends with them. Yeah. Where a lot of people, I just want to be friends with my kid now and not teaching them and not wanting to be strict. Cause it's like, well, if I'm strict, if I'm strict on them or being harsh, they're just going to turn away from me like all the other kids. So I'm just going to let them do what they want to do. And, you know, let me be. Yeah, the you're cool doing them a distress. Let me be the cool parent. Yeah, let's go drink and smoke. And I'm only 16, Dad. Well, that's just like, yeah, you're doing an injustice to them. Yeah, and you're you're not giving them what they actually need. Yeah. Um, like I said, back in the time, I would look back at my dad and be like, God. I'd be in my room like, yeah, took my PlayStation away, did this, this, yeah. that, and then now in life, I I. I appreciate my dad so much and i'm sure when i have a kid it's going to be even more like my dad's going to be looking at me from across the room like good luck yep. you know like <laughs> keep it going you know and it's so funny how it switches to like my dad was just uh growing up was just strict and all this stuff or i want to say too strict but like you know you had to follow the rules you had to yeah. follow the rules and do your stuff and don't be dumb i guess i would say to myself that's how i think of it to where you know our friendship 
now and where we're at and, you know, the love that's there, us hanging out, you know, all this, all these things. And then Alden now, you know, grand, his other granddaughter to see the love that he showed towards her, you know, it's like, you would like this with me. It's yeah. Cause I'm a grandparent. No, I don't yeah. need to take care of her. I mean, I'm with her and I'm on, I'm in your corner to help you with anything, but I'm just going to feed her sugar. There you go. Yeah. Now's your, now's your turn. Your problem. <laughs> It's, I think it's a, it's such a cool, it's the way life is supposed to be. Yeah. That's why when they have pictures of like the father or like, you know, the son, mm-hmm. the father, and then the granddad all yeah, together. Yeah. And it's like to see. That's the picture it's supposed to be. And like my dad, I mean, my dad had a very rough um, upbringing um, mm-hmm. with his dad and, um, you know, his dad ended up, um, you know, I, I think he, something, I believe, I believe my dad's dad, like, took his life, but kind of, like, left the family hanging pretty bad. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you'd want me to say that, but yeah, it's out there. <laughs> um, sorry, dad, but my grandma ended up marrying someone else and the guy's last name was Romans. Um, and my dad always, you know, sometimes you hear that and you're like, that guy was horrible to my dad. You'd have fist fights with my dad. Yeah. I think it was straight go toe to toe. My dad would lose, but he would, my dad would give everything he had. Yeah. My dad was out in the street by 16. Like, you know, he learning how to be a man by himself. So like, huh? Sometimes you have those stories of people breaking the cycle. And he took that Roman's name uh-huh. and said, I'm going to be not like that man. Yeah. I'm going to change that name to, I'm going to raise my son to keep that name going. And the Roman family starts with E, yeah. not with other people. So that's like, it's amazing. Your father, the way he looks at you, and he's like, that name is going to continue through you. Mm-hmm. And, the, the more it goes, the more it's like it's the works of your all strong your labor. You work so yeah. hard to get your kid to walk. You yeah. so hard to get to school, uh, have good grades, and then you have them. Yeah, I made you go to college, and and then it's Job, like start learning the word college, better your future, right? Like, a, a good God. person too for someone to sit there and be like, oh, you know, your son is so awesome. I'm sure as a father, you'd be sitting there going, awesome. Yeah. Like I did my work. And that's like my dad's situation, what you just said, where his dad wasn't really in the picture, right? Like for a long time, him growing up, his dad was just, you know, doing yeah. those things, grandpa, all that. And he wasn't, I, he died when I was young too. So like, he wasn't too much of a thing in my life, but knowing that he just wasn't there for my father. But my dad had his step, his stepdad came in, uh, he didn't take the name like you're saying, right? With Lomas and all that. But, uh, my, my granddad, I thought now it's like, that's, you know, he's that leader that my dad needed. Yeah. And so for my granddad to be that leader to my dad, that father figure, um, you know, on top of him through him growing up to where, how their buddies now and, you know, have been before I was even born type thing. And, yeah. and then where I'm at with, with all that, like it just passes down that. And that's what's crazy too. Yeah. That man came into that family mm-hmm. and took care of my dad was six when 
took care of another man's kid yeah. and made him a man. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And that's what we need. Yeah. Like, it, well, it, and it shouldn't ever get to that point. Mm-mm. It shouldn't. No, but we need those men in life. And that's what we're saying. It's not perfect. We're never going to be like, oh, yeah. fathers with his kids, boom. Father, his kids, another family, father, yeah. right? Like you are going to have those families that are broken. But if you're that man coming into that family and you fall in love with this woman, right? You're you're the man. You need yeah. to... They got kids. You're there for the kids. You didn't just fall in love with that woman. You you got the whole package now. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, that's it's just crazy to see how some people do it that way. Yeah. And uh, you know, props to men out there who are just trying to be top quality. Yeah. We well, all make mistakes, so yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Do it every day. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but congrats, you man, yeah. for getting Thank through you. it, and you know, just continuing to go through it i mean that's the that's why i wanted to talk about it because i feel like it's something that um i haven't really talked to my my friend cole how he's mm-hmm. going to become a father and i think um sometimes i think it's good to hear other people's stories yeah. about being a father and how it's he's going to have a daughter too so it's like congrats cole yeah uh-huh. um and it's, I think it's it's just it's I think it's just good to hear. You have to hear it, especially if you're not prepared or you feel like, am I prepared? My buddy, he's having his uh, uh, son here in February, and he's not prepared. Like he, in his mind, it's like, I don't know if I can do it. I mean, he's going to do it, but yeah, yeah. in his head, it's like, like oh man, it just just seems like there's so much. And am I going to have enough money? And am I going to have you know? enough food and uh do we have everything for the like all over the place so it's good to hear stories that you know one everyone gets through it like if you can't take yourself out of the picture of it i can't do this i'm out and it's it's crazy to me when you hear stories of people that do and it, it's um it hurts well it's crazy because that's that's a half of you yeah I look at all the that's half of you, man. That's, that's me and Taylor to get like it's like you made, made someone. I'm not leaving your side. Yeah, that's a lot to me. Yeah, but and it's it's good to hear though. But it's definitely uh, up and down, and it's been difficult, even more difficult, I think, because I'm in school. Right, yeah. I'm going through this medical program for um, cardiovascular stuff to be uh, cardiac sonographer, and I start doing ultrasound farts and everything. And that's the one. Other than hospitals mm-hmm. and stuff, bunch of drugs you should not there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's up it's your getting, heart. It's getting crazy, dude. It messes up your heart, dude. And so it's being in school and doing full, like full time schooling, um, and going to the hospital, doing clinical hours, and being, you know, having a daughter. Like I got into a routine for sure, but like it's been a lot. Yeah. So, well, you you know, if you ever need anything, I'm always just a phone call away. Um, you know, definitely, uh, I think it's that I always say at the river trip mm-hmm. that we went on that first one mm-hmm. with all the guys yeah. that yeah. one else that changed out. the way that I look at brothers and like, because my friend passed before yeah, I, I went, um, a week before, um, and it was such a, um, fun trip in the aspect of the people that went and what they brought to the trip. You know, you had me, um, Ivan. I think that was kind of like the first time too met meeting Ivan. 
because you guys always heard so much about yeah. him. And just all you guys, talking. Jordan, um, yeah, you and SIE and Brent, and it just, it was just such a cool little like, um, a trip where we just, and it was right before like Black Lives Matter and things were getting crazy out in the world. Yeah. And we're at like, you talked about this before, but like it was wild how it was like we went from just this amazing weekend hanging out together out in the room. I did not like, think of anything that was going like, on. We were just all hanging out and then seeing like, you see all this stuff that's happening out there? And like our drive home and getting into Santee and like all the yeah. um, a bunch of cops out and everything and all the stuff going on and that Chase building was on fire. Yeah, it just made me realize about life um you have these moments in time that you need i will forever hold that very close to my heart because it was such a moment in time where i needed friends and a good time yeah i was already not wanting to go back to reality yeah um and then when that was happening i was like oh we're really going into we're, we're going back deep. to reality yeah um and something that was hard to tackle and people people are so one way and the other way so it was such a um, need that in life brothers and even if it's not a bunch of people around you right you get that one two people to like hang out to talk with and that brings it back to like you know we were like talking on that trip right all sitting around a on lot. top of that roof yeah. and we we're just talking our feelings and other like that's what man it was crazy like that's, it, we, we that's why we can't you can't like can't hold yourself there. Yeah. There. And I think with that trip, we didn't, um, I don't think we like really looked at like how impactful that was because we were just mm -hmm. living in the moment. Doing it. Yeah. But that one definitely forever, we can never like do that again. Mm -hmm. Like it can't, I don't think we can re recreate what, recreate we what we did out there. Yeah. Um, it's not like we did anything great. Like, we were in cloud 27. I just think we're really living in the moment and we really all had one um, like mind in what we wanted to do out there and mm -hmm. just relax. I think we should just make SIE just text everyone on the daily yeah. how great they yeah. are. <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments. But, but, it, but like, how it started is because he kept going on Ivan too much. Yeah. He was like, like, hey, Talk about he's that. like Ivan. <laughs> Ivan is just so good, dude. Like, and when he was talking, great guy we're up there on the roof, and he's just talking, and he's like, "Man, Ivan's just this, this, and that." And I just remember so like, dude, we're all sitting around here too, you know. <laughs> I'm over here, man. Uh, you need to start going around, and then and we all had to did. go around, and then it was just it was it was something that started off as like sort of a joke, and like you know, like it turned into fun. something it really something cool. real, and it was like, like, dude. We need more of it. Yeah. And like, but it just, that, that whole topic of getting your stuff out and like talking and having that brotherhood, like it was, it was all new. And then like where we are at now, right? Like, I feel like I haven't had that for a while. And yeah. so like, especially being busy family and school, right? Haven't hung out with you guys too much. And, you know, I see you here and there. We have Brent and Shannon's, um, you know, house swung in and all yeah. of it. And, um, I thought there was a time before that, but even then, like, there's only a couple times I was like coming back to see you and hanging out, and it's like, like you gotta make time yeah. for those things. And like, well, I, I do have something going on for my birthday, so I'll let you know. Do you tell us on that? No, 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 no. 
That was a fun trip. That was fun. That was my too. first time to Vegas. Oh, yeah, that is crazy. And a shooting AK-47. Yeah. 50, oh, my gosh. That was an experience. Like, that was oh, fun. That, that was, was an fun. awesome trip. Formula yeah, One's there right now. Huh? Formula One. They're there right now. Oh, man. I think they're racing tonight. Oh, okay. If you watch... Or were you on F1 for a bit? I'm still on it. I'd still check, but since yeah. Max is like... He's top down. Just there. running the table. I want too. Leclerc to <laughs> yeah. pick it up. Ferrari. But... Some of the like Williams, all that. Like, you see the Ferrari movie that's coming out? No. Yeah. It's like basically how Ferrari From started. The beginning? Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah, I got into F1 a couple of years ago. Like, yeah. I've always been interested in it, but never like actually watched races and stuff. Yeah. And like, I was watching highlight stuff and then I started watching like all the races and all that. And like, it's just fun. It's a fun time. And I feel like growing the way I am, it's like, I'm enjoying all these sports more. Like I grew up not watching sports because I'm like, I want to play them. I want to watch them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I want to play all the sports. I don't care to watch. But now where I'm at, it's like, like I'm playing a little bit, but like I'm just in really watching all this stuff. Fun little ones, one of them right now. Yeah, Vegas. Well, there's there's no room for error in that sport. Mm-hmm. One room for error, and you're down millions. Well, my thing is not even down millions as a driver. Like you mess up too many times. You're all you're like, there's only 20 people, right? You're losing, you're losing your uh seat, yeah, and it's all of a sudden you're informing it too. It's like, man, I'll still take that. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> but Formula One, they say like you just live like kings, dude. They, yeah, they treat them like kings. That's crazy. What were you saying about your birthday, though? We're doing something, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let oh, you know invite, details after you don't want to tell on the podcast, no, 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 but it's it's going to be a, a fun little celebration. It'll be cool, fit nice. you and Taylor and all them will have yeah. to come through. Definitely do. Well, let's get on the um the cool little top five that you came up with. Dude. Um Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Top five top five movies. Movies. So at the beginning, if you didn't know, what's like what do I do with my hands? Yeah. Talladega Nights. <laughs> and if you didn't know that, didn't know that shame on you, dude. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> But I don't know, because you were doing all these top fives things. And at that moment, I was I was literally watching. I think I was like listening to you and Will Ferrell was on in the background of the house or something. And I'm like, dude, Will Ferrell movies are like top notch for me. And um, I think there, I mean, there's a lot of nostalgic movies of his that like I remember from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And so like he was just always a funny guy and like, you know, me, try, me trying to be funny, you know, uh, in life, I, I look up to Will Ferrell, but I never, he seems like a guy you could ask him to tell you a joke and he'll tell you a joke. Where yeah. to me, like if someone asks me that, it's like, I, I'm just like, I think quick witted in certain moments or something like that. Yeah. But like, it's just, it's just hilarious, everything. And so like the five that I came up with was so hard, like we were saying. Yeah. I was, trying to think of all the movies like i thought of five and then i was like but there's this and there's also this movie. i feel like so, i'm still gonna do that though. all his movies are great like every single time there's a little i'm dying like like uh kicking and screaming yeah that's underrated that's, it's underrated and like if you go watch that movie i would like i my dick in it was, like it's great oh, <laughs> it's great cracking up and like all the kids in that movie are hilarious how he just, gets into coffee yeah like it's funny dude <laughs> and then he knows all like all the different beings and he's like this is an ethiopian south 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 ethiopian <laughs> being right here Wait, it's so hilarious and so like all the movies are just a good time and um so i have my five which i 
I didn't put it in order at all. They're just, I think, my top five, which um, I'll start with. Actually, yeah, I'll start with this one because it's nostalgic. Is And I think it's the first Will Ferrell movie that I remember in my memory, but it's Elf. 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 Okay. Every, like, you're, you're not watching that movie year-round. But when November... <laughs> See, I agree with that because there's some psychopaths out here. There are here, some psychopaths out there. And I can't do it, Quentin. I'll give it to... Like, I'll give Christmas at the latest November 1st. Or yes. like the earliest. So. I, I, I'm November okay with 1st. that. Okay, because some people are like, all right, Halloween's done. We got Thanksgiving, Christmas, which they sort of combine them too. With That's what people almost. do, yeah, but I don't people. like it. But I don't like it, but wifey likes it. It's yeah, so <laughs> most women do. And I'm like, all right. So November 1st, Christmas time starts coming up. Okay, maybe you can start watching some Christmas movies. Now, in my mind, I'd say till after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's how I am watching Christmas movies. And so Elf was just like growing up, like my dad loves Will Ferrell too. And like Elf and like every Christmas we would watch it maybe uh, Christmas time. We'd watch it maybe twice, three times if we're getting that into it. But uh, that movie is just so good. There's so many like, um, I was literally going to ask you, I was like, do you want some syrup? Syrup? I love syrup. Oh, yeah, he, he has the whole bottle. I think it was Hennessy. So, no, he didn't show the bottle. No, I don't think it did. It looked like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he just pours the whole thing in, and the guy in the mailroom just looking at him like, the heck is this? Might have been like some type of scotch or something. Yeah, he just took my whole bottle. <laughs> Dumping it in. But <laughs> that movie is just hilarious. And we always, like me and my dad always say, um, there's uh, Zoe Deschanel, who plays the girl, main girl in it. Uh, she's making these ribbon things at the store she's at. I don't even know what it is, Macy's or something like that, yeah. up at the toy store center. And she's making these ribbons. And the manager, um, forget his name, that big black guy, right? He comes in. He's like six inches, <laughs> <laughs> and she's kind of, she's trying to make like six inch ribbons or whatever. She's like, that's impossible. He's like six inches. So anytime we say something like we six inches, yeah. It's like if there's, a, it has to be a certain amount or we're doing something or make it like if we're doing something on the house and having to cut something and he'll say like an inch and I'll be like six inches. And like, Yo, and I <laughs> yeah. so like, it's just very nostalgic and it's like it's upbringing, but else is definitely up there in that top five for me. Okay. And then uh, Anchorman. Anchorman, dude. I haven't watched that one in a while and went back to it. I was dying. Yeah, dude, dude. It's just. He plays a character that just, you know, so full of himself. And uh, it's just, it's so. I feel like good. that cast, the whole cast, the whole cast kills it. And yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes, just when the, the Jaguar uh, <laughs> comes out, he's like, he's it works. Like a six, man. He's like, it just comes out. Then he says, like, I think he says, works. It works sixty percent of the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Idiot. The guy, one of them looks at him like, does that even make sense? <laughs> Something like that. It's so good. Yeah, that movie. That movie killed it. Sort of a big deal. Yeah. When they sing it, randomly, this yeah. Afternoon delight. It's so good. It's just, it's a hilarious movie. And like the second one's all right, but all that was in San Diego too, and like Will Ferrell being North County, uh, yeah. San Diego. You know, it's like just a cool guy. And this one also nostalgic because it always makes me think of Brent. Shout out to Brent. Shout out to Brent. Uh, the other guys. Other guys. Every time. 
like we we were just in high school just on that movie like watching it all the time yeah. and we were hanging out watching it we would go on snowboarding trips and like i forget if i think you had like a cd you know like a cd of it like a cd player we'd watch it while we're up there at the hotel or something just hanging out we'd put on yeah that one was other so guys good. i think we went to the river trip and that's like our other like guys that's our, our movie, movie for that trip it's just that you get my so wife's name christina <laughs> that whole scene is and then shake shake i got arnold palmy alert yeah, that guy killed it for me that guy like i so wish funny. i'd Not see him Wolf more Harold, but like all those movies mm. that he has all these actors that are just hilarious and a good time and um him mixing mark with mark Wahlberg, always good like daddy's home that's not my top five no but, yeah but that one's like a totally different feeling movie and it even then it's just still hilarious and like wild and whatnot but the other guys it's just so good great yeah. story you know no one cares about the story but it's pretty good aim for the bushes yeah right? aim for the, bushes. <laughs> the first like time the seeing that, they're just going and i'm like well, there's, there's these guys that they're just like unstoppable. They're like the resting top, everybody. Top New York PD. And then they're just aim for the bushes. I, for some reason, I thought like they're going to get out of this because they're so crazy. They're, but then, they just jump off a 20 story building <laughs> straight to the concrete. The way the, there's the way no the bushes anywhere. It. What bushes were they trying to hit? There's no bushes. <laughs> Their bushes are way out there. Yeah, but that camera angle of just following them, it's like straight down and they're just like arms <laughs> are flailing in there. And you're like, what are they about to? And it's like then it shows them at the funeral. Yeah, they're wrestling in the funeral too, or after the funeral. Whispering, I got the next spot. I could be the top dog. Get him! Get him! Get him! Leg. <laughs> I love too the the um the captain too the way that he he's like there's two dead cops in the other room and he's like whisper yelling at him. Yeah, he's like guys, what you don't. Like there's two like, good dead cops. He's in the also room. the manager at Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, kept, like kept, scenarios like that, like little things like that to put in the movie. I'm pretty sure Will Will Ferrell's doing. Oh, he has a big part of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just how they make the movie, like it's just hilarious. Yeah. So that's another good one. Um, Talladega Nights. You know, these are all in the stomach. I told you, like most of these movies brought up. Like I remember being little, or like during a period of time, or I placed these movies with like people I was watching them with, or like. We really liked this movie, right? And Carl Nights was definitely, definitely one that was just good. And I always go back to, um, whenever anything vibrates, okay? Like if there's a little earthquake or say a car is driving by and the window starts shaking, like da 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 da. There's a scene in that oh, movie yeah. with the girl. Oh, what's her name? I always forget her name. She's from The Grinch. She's the mom in The Grinch of Cindy Lou Who, but. But she's in, in the cars. cars. The vibration. <laughs> it's just like, and I love it. She's drinking her, like, but you can, but you can totally tell that you could see someone like that, that someone owns like a NASCAR mm-hmm. car that the wife can care less. Yeah. She just wants to go there and get hammered there. in the field of vibrations. Yeah. Like, Dude, that's so what it's, on that's point. On point. <laughs> She's so interesting. Like she's done other movies with Will Ferrell too, and like she's uh, superstar, superstar. Yeah, and Will Ferrell was the jock guy in that or something. Dude, like, he's so dude, stupid in that. Like, movie. Those little side movies, like <laughs> yeah, it's just like Top Dog and stuff. Like that's hilarious. And then another like this isn't my top five, but the, the movie of the Austin Powers. 
Oh yeah, he when was he a was little in... part in Austin Powers, the first one. Well, he was in the second one too, but the first one where he's just a henchman sitting in a thing, and right away Doctor Evil like pops him down to like um, a death chamber, and it's on fire. He's like, "I'm burning down here!" Like just going crazy, and like that's a good movie. Like for him just to be that little part in it, yeah, just, it killed hilarious. Him. It's like it's nonchalant. Then the last one I had, um, Step Brothers. Yeah, like that one's just that's I'd say top five right there. It's on my I would say for me it's number one. Number one. It's number Step one. Brothers is number one. I think it's the it number one movie because just it they kill it. They do. It's they, their their chemistry that they had, they killed it. And just the whole time and just seeing their growth of like hitting each other, like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> Can I, we I make think, bunk beds? Yeah. I think they, they just destroyed that movie. Yeah. They killed it. Um my um one that I, I have to have in my top five, and it's because of one moment in the movie, and it, it forever stays in my brain. Um is old school when he tranks himself. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> scene. <laughs> And he's like, you just took a dart to the neck. <laughs> oh, and then all of a sudden, like, the he starts going like, dude, you just took it to the jugular. <laughs> it starts going all slow. He's like, dude, I'm fine. <laughs> the, you just took a dart to the neck. You're so crazy, man. He's like, you're crazy, man. He seems to hurt himself a lot in his ways. He yeah. stabs himself in the legs in Anchorman, right? He's like, pretends he can't walk anymore oh, yeah. and he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> I can't feel anything. And he's like, stabbed. No, that was um, Talladega. Oh, that was. He's like, uh, gotta get the other. Team. I love when also, too, he's like this. He's like sitting there and he realizes like he really did stab his leg. <laughs> All of a sudden it pans over to them like trying to get the knife out. They're like, it's stuck. It's. <laughs> He's like, we'll get another knife to fry it out. <laughs> He's like, ah. like yeah. Um, yeah, his movies and men are just they're a good time. Another one, semi pro, semi pro. That is a good one. Oh, oh shoot! Yes. Love, you ever been punched in the journal? <laughs> <laughs> that movie, that movie is so funny to me too because when they do the, but I think for Will Ferrell, like what he does is a good job. And we've said it is like his casting. Mm -hmm. It feels like he gets the right people in his movies. Yeah, the whole drive turkey thing when they're sitting at the poker table and semi pro. Yes, and, and he's just like, "Yeah, you drive turkey," and the one guy's like, "Call me drive turkey." Like he gets off, like he called him the n word. Basically, <laughs> yeah. he gets all mad. He's, pulls a gun out. A whole he like walks in and they're all playing poker right they were all playing around. poker and then he they're all laughing and he was like yeah you jot the black guy the one black guy in the movie he's like yeah you jive turkey and the one guy's like <gasps> they all got side like no guys like the one guy that is always off the handle <laughs> in every movie he's like yeah he pulls out his gun <laughs> dude i need to rewatch that one because i remember watching that not too long because like they're all on netflix yeah. Like you watch Blades of Glory. Oh my gosh. Blades of Glory. And Blades of Glory. That's not in my top five, but that's Blades of Glory. Like, it's just hilarious the whole time. And like the way they, um, the casting again, all the casting, him with uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I think his name is Aaron. Is it Aaron something? Yeah. But 
like when they're trying to do that finishing move. Oh yeah. And and it's like they watch the Russian video of it and like chop the head off. But then at the end it like his skate comes up and they're trying to finish it and he goes and it cuts a piece of hair off of his yeah. ears. Like <laughs> just like that alone is just dying. I love too when I think it's one of the bad guys chasing him. And they're like skating away from oh, each yeah. other. But then they're like in like the mall. Uh-huh. And they're like they're like walking on this kid's like Yeah. But then he like shoots something at like Adam and there's like a snowman like character in the background. He just gets hit in the head. You're trying to kill him. That that movie for me that there's it's it's a little outlandish, like they go a little too much. Yeah, it's, um, it's very slapsticky, right? But man, they kill it. That, yeah, every time. So you you invite me over, we turn on the Will Ferrell one, we'll be good to go. That's like anybody, man. I feel like if you don't like Will Ferrell, there's something wrong. Something I've heard. Now, I understand if you're not like the biggest fan, but you definitely need to appreciate his body or. He's a great guy too. Like all his stuff he does outside of just his movies. Remember he ran out, he played like at nine different baseball games yeah. MLB and he like played all every position. Got in choppers and dude, it was amazing. Place. And like he was doing that all for charity. Yeah. Um, and like all the money he raised up from there was for charity and like he did a lot of um charity stuff. And there was something in San Diego not too long ago, he was doing um more charity work. Like he just it seems like you're reaching out to the community mm-hmm. and whatnot, which is cool to see because most of the time you see actors who, I mean, you just don't see stuff going on like that. Yeah. Like the way that he protruded and, and shows like him doing all stuff. I think he's also just a staple in comedy oh, yeah. for, um, from Saturday Night Live throughout all of that and, and making his appearances. And Yeah, because I mean, if you just, there's different types of comedy and, one that I always get kind of like upset about is uh, what's his name? Um, Tommy Boy, uh, Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chris Farley would have been in a lot of his movies. And yeah. I felt like Chris Farley would have been a, a good fit for that group. <laughs> but yeah, it's a bummer. But I feel like Will, F- Will Ferrell does a lot for comedy and does a lot for that genre of film yeah. that you don't like him, but you better respect what he does. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Like that's what comedy and laughing, it just brings joy to people. So it just seems like that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Like, really the person he's made himself to be, or um, the characters he plays, like you said, like, it seems like he's always very similar, like, but he brings the out. best out of those characters. So like oh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg, like, I couldn't have seen Mark Wahlberg in a comedy and he made like mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg so funny in that movie. Yeah. It's like, oh man. Even the movies after that of him just their duo together, it just, yeah. it works and it's hilarious. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. All right. So, something that you texted me about was some catchphrases. Catchphrases. The one that comes to my mind right away uh-huh. is good night <laughs> and that's exactly i say that one all the time like i took that from you too like when you start like i just started saying it i think to you type thing because it was like like if i say it, he'll know what you know, he'll yeah, know yeah. What i'm saying and then i go out to other like hanging out with other even, groups and yeah, stuff. groups or even at school like i did like the last week of something popped up and it was like 
man, I'm like fried, scanning, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, good night. And like the way you say it to her, like just good night. out there, it's just like, it's just hilarious. And like some people are like, what are you saying right now? It's like, don't you worry about it. And that's another one that I say, catchphrase is like, don't you worry about it. Like someone will ask me, um, like, where'd you get that thing from? Or like, whatever. And I'm like, don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it, Bosco. <laughs> and I got that one from my grandpa. Like, I would ask him, like, he's got all this cool stuff, and, like, he's a woodworker and makes stuff. And, like, where'd you get the idea to do? Don't you worry about that. That's the one, the one that me and Brent use constantly is, hey, eyes up. Hey, hey eyes up. And you know who got he got that from? From you, right? From me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We use that one yeah. all the oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> eyes up here. Hey. Eyes up here. Yeah, eyes up here. Hey, eyes up here. <laughs> Every single time. And, and, and the spot that it comes back to, like, <laughs> I don't even remember where I got that. Wasn't it like In and Out or something? But at In and Out, when we were at In and Out, we had this manager. Uh, um, she was a little older. She was probably like 40 or whatever when we were like 17, 18 years old or something like that. And for so, whatever reason, I'm standing there. I'm at, I'm like, I'm at the state, whatever station I'm at working. And I look over at her and she was like looking at me or something. And I'm like, eyes up here, Sonia. Or something, and she got all frazzled. She was like, but I was, I wasn't. I was, look, <laughs> it was looking at Brentston, everyone's dying laughing, and like she got red in the face. And like, I, I wasn't doing that. like, yeah, because usually you're gonna hear like a girl say that because you're staring yeah. at her boobs, yeah, or like, like, no eyes butt. up here, hey, um, eyes up here. And, but a guy to say it is just so funny, dude. And like, there's certain times, like, I'll say, something like, hey, eyes up here, <laughs> and then continue your talking. That's the best. <laughs> It's just so hilarious because, like, it, sometimes it just catches people off guard or whatever. And then most of the time, like, I'm being funny or something, and like people, like, there's there's people I'm at the hospital right now. There's this guy who compliments me on my hair and stuff. He's this older guy. He's a real cool guy. And he's like, dude, your hair is perfect. Like, it always looks nice. Yada yada. And I'm like, hey, eyes open. Hey, right here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's just, I don't know. But the, the, I think the way you have to deliver it is the way that you do and the times that you have that I've seen you do it. Yeah. Is you keep the conversation going. You don't just go, hey, eyes up here and see what the reaction is. Hey, eyes up here. No, and then I, I need you to. <laughs> then they're like, and they're like, wait, is he being, what just happened? I wasn't looking Where at was it. I was just looking for a second. It was. <laughs> nipples look like eyes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then another one that you do which you already did was your cougar growl oh that you know, yeah. <laughs> and i don't even, we were at the river trip or something and something brought it up where you're just like rah, 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 and then i try to mimic it <laughs> and it's just so funny and like i'll be in certain like i just do it randomly i think i got something wrong with my head or something so you know I, where i got it from where's that I got it from, I would play Madden. Uh-huh. And when you play as the Carolina Panthers, they go, that's a Carolina first down. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> so I always just. That's amazing. <laughs> so I just always do the cougar sound. or Tyler or uh, Ivan, he laughs. Like he laughs yeah. every time. Like, dude, you do that spot on just in the bushes, just <laughs> scares them. They're yeah. running, they're dropping whatever they got and they're gone. And then another one, which like, I don't think it's even as funny, but like for some reason, like I say catchphrases because it's like sometimes we get, we just say the same thing over and over, you know, like catchphrase. And like, I've been saying like, I'll believe that 
It's not even funny, but I'll believe it. Like, I'll believe it. Like someone will like be explaining something or like, God, I was doing this. And, um, man, I, I just, I can't even think of a scenario. Yeah. It's always like whatever, but it's like, ah, I was drunk and I got home last night, whatever, with a party, yada, yada, yada. And I'd be like, I believe it. <laughs> or they'll be like, oh, it gets so confused. Yeah. What is this guy doing? Like, what? Or there's been certain situations where people are like, man, I got to do this and that. And like, man, I'm just, I just got to get this stuff done. I'll, be, I'll believe it. <laughs> like, why do I say that? I don't know. Where did that even come from? That one, I'm like, where, where did that even come from? One, I one that I say um, every now and then is I say it at work a lot because someone will be like, gosh, I'm such an idiot and I did this. Oh, man. I'll be like, you said it. You said it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I, didn't, you yeah, said I it. didn't say it. You, you said, said it. it. So it's like, I want you to think, listeners. What do you say? That's like on a daily like that. Like what, yeah. why, and why do you say it? Like, why do we have catchphrases like that? Like, why do we have things that we always go back to? Or like, what I've been the, saying it for years. What I'm the like, goose? What the <laughs> goose? Eyes up here. Eyes up here. Like stuff like yeah. that. I don't know. It's just, it's funny to think about like how we all have our own thing. Little quirky things. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's you and me, we're jesters, so we have to, I like, think so. I like to we adapt spice to things up a little bit, you know? You gotta, you gotta switch up the mood. Stir like, up. what I've been doing recently, it's great. I think it's, I, I catch people off guard all the time. I go, like, <laughs> 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 it's because I'm a little overweight right now. You look that, I call myself a hippo. But I do it, like, I go, yeah, man, like, it's it's just crazy because, you know, hippos they like to do this and then and i was like i like the water they like the water i'm becoming more like them and then they're like Come what are you on. talking about i'm like sexiest hippo i'm answer. turning into a hippo slowly and they're like <laughs> i don't know people in that situation like cody stop it like i hear stop it and please yelling at you and oh my gosh it's i'm trying to think of another uh one that i <laughs> Dude, I said it to Ivan. I don't know. I do it in an accent. Um, <laughs> dang it. I'm trying to think of it real quick. Taylor and I have been on a Harry Potter. That accent. Yeah, just like watch, Harry I mean, Potter we watching it. Harry, in the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like we'll just randomly, we won't even be watching Harry Potter. And we'll just be like, Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Dude, Dumbledore, he really is. Yeah. <laughs> That first guy, I didn't even realize it. They're both, they're both dead now. Yeah, R.I.P. But like, like both of them are like, dang, don't, don't take that role, dude. Dumbledore. Oh wait, who's the new Jude guy? Law? <laughs> you better go, dude. You better get out of there. Good night. <laughs> you better get out of there. But the one you say to Ivan, was oh, on your mind. Um, you're making me sad. <laughs> <laughs> you just ran just out of nowhere, it. just like so, just. Like, like they're arguing. You, you guys are making me sad. Oh, that's like a that's like a southern. Southern. You're making me sad. What y'all doing over here? Stop it! You know that guy. Oh, he's a TikToker. He's like that short white old guy. <coughs> southern ass accent. He's like, what y'all doing over here? Screwing. <laughs> Our review to that guy. He got in a car accent. Oh, good night. You said good day. That's when I would say stuff like that. Like, like my grandpa will bring up something like that. Like, oh, did you hear about this guy? Blah blah. blah dot dead. I'm like, good night. 
I also do that too. I get like someone's career maybe didn't pan out. I'll go, man, that person died. And they're like, what, they really died? No, their career. They're dead. That person died. Or they'd be like, man, I haven't heard Usher in a while. Yeah, he died. Usher, he's just relaxing on the beach somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing all right. No. But it's just, yeah, it's just funny. That is funny. To have all those little quirky things and like whatnots and. Me and my cousins, like, we do mostly, like, accents. Yeah. I'm really trying to get my Scottish down, like, where I can do it. I can't make myself, like, I can't even, like, oh, to force <laughs> I don't, I can't even think of an Irish accent. No, that's a little. <coughs> or Peaky think Blinders. Of McGregor. I haven't watched Peaky Blinders. It's a must. Or I tried to watch the first episode twice, like, two diff- separate years. And it's for some reason, I couldn't get through the first episode. Get through that first season, it's a must. All right, I'll have to try. Courtesy of the PK Blinder. I just will slip my hair. Arthur. <laughs> that guy, dude, Are he's the just best. British? Like, yeah. Like, he's a mobster British old time. Like, what is it? What year is this in? Like, So 19, it's right 19? after World War One. Okay. 1914. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of Captain Price right now. Captain Price. He's not even English, I don't think. Yeah, he is. Is he? I believe so. I thought he, I thought they made him like Scottish now or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing now. I know. I don't hey, it's it. good fun, actually. Is it? I tell myself every year, don't pick it up. I do every year. I pick it up. Like you're talking about Madden <laughs> and stuff. And picked up Modern Warfare 3 and I've been getting back into work. Like I've barely had any time for video games. Yeah. And then I had a buddy who from school. He's like, oh, let's play Warzone. Like, I haven't played Warzone in psh, ever, really. Yeah. And so hopped on that and like was playing that. And like I played a good a bit of Modern Warfare 2 and all that. And it was a lot of fun. But then Warzone, like, it's been a lot of fun. And then it was right before Modern Warfare 3 came. I'm like, oh, Modern Warfare 2 is coming out? <laughs> don't do it. Don't buy it. Don't waste don't your mind. And I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun playing multiplayer and like just. That's what me and like when me and Ivan usually end up buying them. That's what we do. Yeah, multiplayer. Then we'll play Warzone every now and then. But it's multiplayer is nice because you can just play a couple of them and be like, all right, I gotta go. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm enjoying it because like I barely have time to game. Sometimes I'll just hop on for two matches, grab whatever gun I'm using, snipe or whatever, just have some fun, relax a little bit, and then all right, back to work. Well, we'll have to hit you up because what do you guys? Well, it doesn't matter. It's cross platform. Yeah, it's all crap. I like that though. It's yeah. so funny yelling at kids. <laughs> I'm just I'm half of the time I'm horrible. I'm a, I'm, yeah, I'm a little cracked out there, my guy. Yeah, I'm up there like 50 chills. On, I was playing shipment 24 seven before um MW two. That's what we were doing too, dude. I get like 70 plus kills a game. And That's like, how you get your guns. Oh up. yeah, it's a fun time. So yeah, anytime you want to play. Yeah, yeah, we'll let you know. My name's Cowboy with a Q. Q O W B O Y. Wait, so cowboy, cowboy, Q? without the C, but a Q. Oh, okay, and Q without a U is just a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be fun to play. Yeah. Well, uh, I got some. Uh, let's see what time we're at right now. In twelve minutes. Let's see. I don't know why I did that. Why did it do this? Uh oh. Oh, dude. Listeners, Sour Patch Kids. I brought these Sour Patch Kids for Cody to try. Um, they're the heads. I don't know if you've had these before. 
the heads, Sour Patch Kids heads, there's two flavors in one. They're bigger than regular Sour Patch Kids. Like, they're good. That's too bad. We're trying them right now. All right. Oh, they're huge. Yeah, look at those. And there's three different flavors. There's the like lemonade one and then there's this like lemony one whatever that you just <laughs> so it's probably gonna hate this yeah yeah <laughs> pretty good they used to not have them here for whatever reason we would always go out to Arizona because Taylor's parents live out there in Prescott Valley. It's north of uh, Phoenix. Okay. From the, from um, Gila Bend up to the, uh, oh, shoot, what is that freeway? 10? No. One of the freeways up there, there's a 76 gas station, 76. They used to have like a bunch of those. And like, that's the only place I would find them because they were never here, like at 7-Eleven in Santee area or whatever. I just couldn't find them. So I'd get like four bags. We'd stop at the 76. I'd grab four bags of those and like, they're such a good treat. But like, I don't know. They're just, they're so much more flavorful. And like, that's what I would say. It, I think because it's a lot bigger. Yeah. And bigger size. And I just go through the whole pack. But hey, see if Michigan's moving or not. Too. Oh, yeah. It's Saturday. You were talking about college football and. The last couple of years, I've been getting into football more. Like I was saying, mm -hmm. I never really watched. I was played whatever, and and then I was watching more fantasy. But then I tried to pick up. I don't know what team to watch. There's too many. Like, how do I pick a team besides saying like, oh, San Diego State is obviously hometown. Yeah, you're gonna root for San Diego State all the time. But other than that, it's just like, well, I guess just watch whoever. So Ivan just recently good. picked his team. I uh -huh. picked Texas. Okay, because he likes you know. Welcome, Welcome. My grandma went there. Oh, nice. So maybe that's and he kind of picked that because he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. So he kind of um, just tried, kept um going with the Texas. Why is he leaving California? <laughs> it's beautiful here. <laughs> it is beautiful. Here. <laughs> um, I picked Michigan solely just on when I was a kid. I mm -hmm. love their helmets. That's like the Rams too. That's I love their helmets. Oh, their helmets. Like, yeah. not even their Spartan logo. No. Well, no, no, no. Michigan State. Uh -oh, that's twisted at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't you ever. <laughs> Who did you just say? Michigan. But Michigan State is the Spartan? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. You almost got me. Put the mic down. Please. Boiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Michigan. Michigan the, University. And they just go, they're just blue. Go blue. They don't have like a. I don't even know what they have. A mascot. Because like yeah. I was thinking Michigan State. I'm like, oh, that, that's a bold choice to me. No, I never. Suck. Right now they're terrible. Mm -hmm. But I think a good way to pick is just look at some jerseys. Mm -hmm. um, maybe some players, some good college players that are playing right now. I always went Duke basketball for some reason. It's disgusting. Yeah. That's gross. I'm North Carolina, so oh, are they like? See, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, if you learn the rivalries, oh, the rival, yeah, 
no, than no, 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 like no. Michigan, Michigan State. It's big. I go to Grossmont University. Okay, I don't shout know out to them, dude. Shout out to the <laughs> great Allied Health Field program. Are they the Griffins? They're the Griffins. How did I know that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what a Griffin sounds like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, just based off of whoever their jerseys and helmets, and it's like, dang, they look sick. Boom, pulled in. That's it. And then you'll start to get a little bit more intrigued. Have you watch this? College football? Yeah. Every Saturday morning. No, but like, do you have an app for it? <laughs> um, you don't have, like, Amazon. You have, like, YouTube you TV. YouTube. Uh, I don't know. Um, well, if you have, like, the Spox app. I think I have, oh, there's a website I do use, actually. I could probably check. Yeah. I have, like, it's called Stream Beast. I'd say if you find a team, you'll kind of know what program you're on. I got a lot of people from Baylor. Yeah, like go with Baylor. I don't even know what they're no, they ain't hooking anything. They're not hooking that. They're the Bears. Wow, wow, wow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you should just have a segment where you have people just try to make animal noises. Yeah, yeah. And see how that goes. A wildebeest. <laughs> What's a wombat sound like? Oh, remember in what is it called? Um, Ace Venturi's like. <laughs> A yak. 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 <laughs> that's a good one. Jim Carrey. Yeah. All his movies are great. Yak. Oh, my gosh. Oh, how right, some, some? Some? I'll, I'll throw some would you rathers at you. But how much time are we on? You never said. Oh, did you guess? I said 14 minutes, but that's not right. You're it's, totally off. It's an hour and... Uh, hour 23? No, it's gotta be longer than that. Hour and thirty-seven minutes. You were close to the first time. Dang. Hour twenty nine. Okay, sick. Basically. We're moving. We're good. <laughs> and uh, end off on some of these. Would you rather's? I would rather. I would rather. What's that from? Would you rather's? And they're like, oh, that's from. Um, what, is it 40 year old virgin where he asks him would you rather like would you rather sleep with this girl this girl and the guy's like does this girl is she clean no she's got like hepatitis c he's like i'll sleep with that one and then the guy's like you're disgusting yeah. and then he walks away <laughs> oh dang it what movie oh talladega is that talladega yeah it's too? talladega oh my gosh he's like i gotta rewatch that movie would you rather buy your a granny like a coffin or like a, a hooker or something like that and he's like Oh, is she going out? Like, uh, she wouldn't want the cough. He's like, it's just simple, man. Just pick one. <laughs> he picks anyone, and he's like, disgusting, man. Wait, no. Yeah, it's two. there's two times where he asked him about, like, one about his granny, and then the first time he's like, is that the other guy? Would you take Pamela Anderson? That's the other guys. It's those two other cops that are trying to be the main cop. No, 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 no. Are you sure? It's Talladega. It's the two, like, guys that work on the car. No way. Yeah. Are you sure? 100%. I'll pull it up after. Dude. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> but the would you rather are all it's every time I think of that, that's what I go to that scene of him asking it. The guy, eh, it was sweet how they white is. chicks. I think it was white chicks. Yeah, it, you know what? I think it was. Shoot, is it? Oh my gosh, we're going crazy now. 
I'm pretty sure it was white. But I think there's one in Talladega too. They do a would you rather or whatever. But like the one I'm thinking of, he like asks him and the guy. He's like, like Pamela Anderson or yeah. some of these. He's like, and he answers, oh, definitely Pamela Anderson. He's like, you're sicko, dude. He's sicko. <laughs> and he, he's like, but what would you do? And then something happens where he doesn't even answer. He's like, oh, we got to go. <laughs> uh, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals mm. <laughs> that's pretty cool so every language but, in the world you could talk to anybody in the world but what does an or an animal you get to speak to animals but does an animal <laughs> and they know what you're saying <laughs> but the, but my question is okay when i'm talking to the animal like we know that some animals like oh they're so intelligent what if i'm talking to a stupid animal true but what if we don't we think they're stupid because we've never communicated with them. true i guess uh i guess that's true but like oh shoot this is hard. like because like what's an what's the point of speaking all languages like what's the point of me being able to oh i could talk to whoever i want well you can use that as a side hustle mm. i know how to speak Maybe to them my, oh yeah I guess you could be an interpreter in that portrait. I mean, if we're thinking like You'd be that, that guy in the UFC that's always just looks at them and then doesn't say. You could also misconstrue their words because they don't know what you're saying. He says this like 10 minute thing. He's like, he said he had fun out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what they said. You know what? I mean, I think to just be fun, I would just talk to animals. Because why? Yeah. Like, if I could be like wild thornberry up in here. Yeah, that'd you be know? cool. And I, there's animals know stuff that we don't, for sure. Yeah. And like they, you know how horses get a feeling like of an earthquake before it even happens? What if there's something like that out there, like some secret that all these yeah. animals know that like I can get? See, now I'm thinking in the ways of money, which that doesn't really matter to me. That's good. That's what I want. That's what you want with money. <laughs> like, if you were to make money off of these things. But just to be fun, I think it would be sick to talk to animals. Like, have you heard of... Um, yeah. Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, video game. Yeah, but... Uh, in that game, you could talk to animals, game. and the animals go like this. Like, you're talking to a regular human, and then you see a squirrel, and you talk to a squirrel in that game, and they're like, hey! that's probably how it is maybe or is that just how we think it is that's how we perceive them that's how we perceive it if they were able to talk because like if i were to talk to a golden retriever nothing's coming out of that they're not smart animals yeah like they're goofy hey how are you doing hey hi <laughs> like um like doug yeah from my name's doug my name's doug um this one probably would be pretty easy but would you rather be stuck in a romantic comedy with your worst enemy or in a horror movie with your best friend that he's my worst enemy that's the real question though i, mean, uh, I would probably just say so dude that, i hate you don't get along with you know like well Important all right, but like I like growing up, I I didn't want nothing. I thought this one would be easier because I would want to. What would you want? I, oh, you know, yeah. I think it's gonna be easy. I think I I'm think just gonna be with my best friend. I think it's just the movie that it's in because, like, to be in a horror movie, it's like why uh, we can like, we're it together. Living it, though. 
Oh yeah, well, like you got you got to walk down this dark hallway and there's a nun dressed up down there. You know the nun. Okay, then romantic comedy at least. Because then if you're in the romantic comedy, that's every romantic comedy. It's, they don't like the person at first, but then they fall in love at the end. But it's gonna keep reoccurring forever. Well, same with the horror. Like it's you're stuck in it. So like you're telling me for the rest of my days, I got to be in this movie. Person, I don't like you. And you don't like them. I mean, yeah, I'd rather be, be in that life buddy, than a horror, horror But then movie. a horror movie? Yeah, sure, you're with your buddy, but you get stabbed up, you wake up. Like, you're talking hereditary type situation stuff. It's like, oh, no. You're going to see them die a lot. Like, you're seeing a lot of death and killing. And yeah, your buddy may be getting killed every... every yeah. Day. I'm going to say romantic comedy. I don't like it, though, but... I don't like it. That's a tough one to choose. I, I say yeah. romantic comedy, though. Because I do like me some rom-coms, let me tell you. Would you rather always feel hungry or always feel tired? Oh, no. I don't like either of those. Because, <laughs> like, all Dude, hunger is tough. Taylor is always tired. Okay. Look. And for me, I, for some reason, I got a lot of energy all the time. Yeah, yeah. No matter what. Like, sure, I'll be tired waking up in the morning if I stayed up late or study, blah, blah, whatever. And then when I'm up, I'm like, okay, I, I'm energized throughout the whole day, right? But if I'm constantly tired, it's like, oh, God. it's the worst when you're like trying to watch a movie and you're tired. Yeah. Right? Or, but the hunger thing too. Mm. If I'm constant, like it never gets. These full. ones are tough. Hate you. I'm gonna say. Why would you make? I'm gonna say tired because hunger, man, that that actually really hurts. But then there's a dip because, like, I felt. Like I've been intermittent fasting. Okay, so yeah, you could get over, but it it, it is. The, but it's that constant, oh, that hunger, that hunger pain would be there, even if I eat and like I'm not going to die because I'm eating. But I'm all like, is it severe hunger pain? It's there. Do, hunger do I poop still? I'm sure, because you're eating. Oh no, you're not. Any, oh yeah, you could eat, but you're never going to so feel either constant stomach pain or constant. So imagine you're going to eat and you're always going to be hungry. I feel like this is like... So sleep, you're always going to sleep, but you, you're never going to be able to get sleep. So then, like, what's the point of sleeping? Which... Don't sleep. I would go tired. I yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Because I, I mean, I love food, and so, like, eating food and being full and feeling good, it's like, all right, you're happy. But tired? Sure, just keep drinking a couple of Red Bulls. This one's kind of confusing. <laughs> it's kind of confusing when I was reading it. Would you rather have a knife when you need a spoon or a spoon when you need a knife? <laughs> <laughs> this one's, I think, would be, I'd rather have a spoon. Oh, wait. What, what am I cutting up, though? Because, like, when you need a knife. Because if I need a spoon, I'm drinking soup or something or <laughs> just trying to scoop stuff. It would be tough with a knife. It's like, like a chop. Could I have two knives? And just make it imagine if you're eating soup. And you have a knife. I'm not eating soup with a knife. You're not. But if I need to cut a steak up, if I need to cut a steak up and all I'll I have hold is spoon, it. You it. But then you could say the same thing with any soup. Just drink it straight from the tree. So, like, what's the better utensil? A spoon or a knife? I think a spoon. I was going to say knife. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you could still cut stuff up. You have your knife. And then you could use your knife as a fork. Sure, you can use a spoon as a fork too, but it's harder True. to cut stuff up. True. 
I think I would go knife. Okay. I'm on the fence. Are you on the fence? I'm not going to say anything. Let's just, let's make sporks. Let's just readily. Why haven't they made a, a metal sport yet? Yeah. I haven't seen one. I mean, I bet it's out there, but like. It's probably out there. Why isn't that in people's households? It's a metal sport. This one's insane. I'll listen to this all day. Would you rather listen to an annoying laugh for a whole day or get tickled for one hour? Oh. A whole day or one hour? Every day? Oh, no. Just for one the day. The whole day you're listening day. to someone's annoying laugh. Or you're going to get tickled for an hour. I'm not ticklish, really. You're going to feel the sensation. But I'll feel this. Oh, shoot. And it hurts. If Taylor tries to tickle me, she's just, she's basically just pinching me. Like she's just digging into my ribs, trying to tickle me, and it hurts. And that's not tickling. It's abuse. That's what it is. It's abuse. That's what it is. Um, oh my gosh. Um, I would have, I think it would be funny to, I mean, how annoying is the laugh though? If it's Brent's laugh, I'll be fine. It's annoying. Like you're annoyed. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to take, I think I'm, you know what? I think I'll endure the hour because it's just like, it's just an hour. You could die from tickling, I bet. So. I bet I could. Like, you, like, if you're getting tickled. What a whole day. Imagine you're trying to sleep and this person. I would, I, everything you're doing, you're trying to watch a movie. <laughs> that whole day, I'm just going to look at this person like, is it just in our head? Okay. Stare at him. I'm going with the tickle. I think I think it'd be fun to feel sensation of a tickle. Or two minutes. I think it would be great to feel a tickle. A tickle. <laughs> All right, man. man. Some good ones. Those were good ones. I'm gonna have to keep that website up because that one's that one's deep. Someone like deep. You really have to think about that because most of the time it's to just like, well, I'll just do this. And then ten minutes later after you say you're like, well, it's funny, like, some of them are like, would you rather shoot a person or not? And you're like, oh, I'm not going to shoot a person. Shoot a or not. Oh, it's not. Oh, dang not. it. <laughs> I thought the safety was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really have to think about those. I mean, they're fine. There's some funny ones. Like yeah. Too. All right, man. Well, you have any shout outs or anything? I was going to um, end it with it. Yeah. I know. First of all, thank you for having me on here. It's been great. I mean, even if we weren't doing this just to see you and hang out and yeah, just talk the way we talk. Um, shout out to my my wife, my baby girl, Taylor and Alden. Uh, they're just such a blessing in my life and uh, people that just push me to be better every day. And so shout out to them. Um, shout out to, uh, you know, all the people out there who just the frontline people, nursing. Uh, I've been seeing hospitals that are just, they're crazy right now for whatever reason. And uh, there's some hospitals like I've never been to that now being there and the patients that they get, you know, are a little, it's crazy. The drugs, drugs, there. The drug, the drugs crazy. are crazy, man. So like shout out to all those Everybody people that work hard there, and man. medical people, anyone uh, doing service for others. And um, <clears> other than that, yeah. Shout out to yourself because you matter the most in your, in your life. Well, it's funny because Taylor uh, Borden, she was like, yeah, you have any shout outs or anything? And she's like, mm -hmm. she's like, shout out to me. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> you have nobody else to shout it out to. Oh, man. Brett Borden, um, thank you for bringing Cody into my life. Awesome. Yeah. Dude. 
you you found Shannon got married and now I got a good good buddy right next to my side. Awesome, yeah, man. So. And uh, shout out to you, man, for coming on here and many more to come, dude. Yeah, anytime. Dude. Be mixing and matching you with some other people. I'm ready to yell at some people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take care, everybody. Thank you. See ya.